<laughs> hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott, and there is Dave. And today we have got a flashback to, I believe, 1983. I believe so. 1983 with Ray Bradbury's Something Wicked This Way Comes, put out by Disney. Disney. This is one of Disney's darker titles for sure. Yeah. And I didn't realize just how dark this movie was. I didn't remember it. Um, right. Right. It was a hard movie to find. Uh, I know a few years ago I was looking for it, trying to find it. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it on, on streaming. Still can't find it on streaming. Nope. Still Couldn't not find streaming. It on disc. And then like last year, I want to say, I found it and I, I dropped it in my queue and I just put it off buying it. But I had it in my queue ready to ready to buy off of, you know who, the evil empire. Uh, but the one, I finally, the only. <laughs> yeah, I, I finally broke down and bought it. And uh, I was I was blown away by how good it still is. Mm hmm. You you noticed something that I didn't notice though. You you want to start off? The yeah, talk? yeah. Let me let me back up a bit on this. Um, and we'll be all over the place with this movie. Uh, I saw this movie when it came out. I remember with my um, my next door neighbor Joe. Uh, he and I went to see this, and uh -huh. we were thirteen at the time, so we were a little older than the kids, but yeah. close yeah. enough in age that this movie just spoke to us. It was like, yeah, this is yeah. really cool. Cause you're, you're near that age of the main characters. Yeah. And all I remembered. And when you mentioned this movie, it's like, Oh my God, I haven't thought of this movie since 1983 yeah. when I, when I saw it. And uh, I, all I really remembered was something about a circus and spiders. Oh yeah. Lots the spiders, spiders are so creepy. So arachnophobia warning. This one will make you cringe big yeah, time. Yeah. I get oh. chills thinking about the scenes with the spiders. So well done. Hundreds of tarantulas. Yeah. Uh, they did a great job with that. Uh, All over the place, man. But, but here's what I noticed. And, and we're going to talk. We'll pop in and out on this. Uh, this movie was plagued with some production issues. And Disney had required a series of reshoots because the movie was too dark. And there was a falling out with the director and Ray Bradbury. Mm -hmm. um so yeah. they both left the project bradbury included and they brought ended up bringing bradbury back to do a little ending and add some narration and try okay. and and bring it back together uh bradbury is quoted and this is not a direct quote because i didn't write it down that right. it's a decently nice movie meaning <laughs> it is it is yeah. um yeah. so because Could've of been better is probably it should have been saying. better. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been better. Uh, my understanding is it's not. It's very different from the book. But Bradbury was involved in making it, so you know I'm sure it was went close enough with the feel. But due to all of this, what I noticed was the actors are in scenes when they're clearly older and about five inches taller. It was yeah. like I'm confused. He was just a young. He was, a, and it happened just a couple times, and it does it out of order. So because reshoots yeah. are shot and put back in uh it was it was weird at first i thought what did they would they got a double in for a stand-in or something what's going on and it made me think of those movies where you see you can see the stunt man like uh, i'm gonna get you sucker where you see go from a black woman to a white dude with a mustache fighting and then back yeah. <laughs> exactly or the white guy in the motorcycle and then he stops and it's a black yeah. chick taking off the helmet yeah. and all the hair yeah, and the funny thing is, I was watching. I watched the movie a couple of weeks ago, and we were just going to 
jump on it and do this. And then you had mentioned that scene or you had mentioned that that yeah. happened. I'm like, crap, I, I totally missed it. I, That's amazing. I did not pick up on it. It's one of those things that maybe subconsciously I, I saw it. And mm-hmm. it you know, just like, That's odd. But nothing that I was looking for. Last night I rewatched it and I was looking for it and I did spot the scenes. I should we tell them where because I think one of them I think was in the mirror house of mirrors. It was, it was. And then the other one was when they were uh I think in the houses with the spiders, but it was before the boy comes over. It's when yeah. they're each in their own house. There, yeah, there's I don't because remember exactly where they were, but you'll you'll be able to see it yeah. more more evident when um he's standing when you see him next to adults and um, that's how yeah, i noticed there was all of a sudden he came up to his dad's chin whereas before yeah. he was down much lower it's like, like down to here and then he's up to here yeah. it's like wait a minute <laughs> and his dad is old i found yeah. that a very interesting choice and we'll get to that uh, yeah. yeah but that makes like i want to read the book now i want to read I the do short, too. i think it's a short I story i do too mistaken but now I want to read the short story because I'm a great Bradbury fan anyway. Yeah. Um, and this, if you like Twilight Zone, if you like the original series Twilight Zone, I think this is, is right up your alley because it just really, really hits as a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. And Bradbury and one of the main writers, and I think, I, I think, uh, what's his name from the Twilight Zone? We're, we're all friends. Um, Rod Serling. Rod Serling. I think, I think yeah. him. And there's a big uh, one of the main writers that I can't think of right now. One of the one of the guys who always had the ironic twist endings was. I think they were all they all knew each other. So they, I'm guessing, they all influenced each other on on storytelling. So if you like the old Twilight Zones, I think you'll really like this movie because I that's all I was getting was a Twilight Zone vibe. Well, for me. I got a. I got a couple vibes from this um, and I don't, this is one movie, one review. I don't want to actually spoil the movie. I think people should go take a look at this. Yeah. It's a tough one to find, but, it, but find it. Cause it's, I find think it. it's worth it, especially yeah. for Halloween and for like and it's being 80s. a parent. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely eighties. Again, eighties film and it's done in the twenties. Twenties or thirties yeah. is when it's supposed to take yeah. place. But it's a very 80s film. It is. It's just an 80s movie. And again, Dave and I talk about that a lot, folks. So it's it's really hard to explain. It's just, uh, you know, an 80s movie when you see an 80s movie. Just like, you know, a 70s movie. You can just tell yeah. the. I will do one spoiler. It's got we Pam can do Greer. some spoilers. Do Pam what? Greer. Pam, Pam Greer. Greer. What a nice surprise to see Pam that Greer. See, totally I'm forgot. watching that and it's like. I know that voice. I recognize that yeah. voice. And it's like, this woman looks familiar. Who is she? Who is she? And it's like, I started looking. It's like, Pam Greer? She's completely out of the character that you're used to seeing her in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which was, you know, Cleopatra Brown or, or Ebony, or not Ebony, uh, Coffee. Foxy Brown. Coffee. Foxy and... Brown or, you know, any of them. Yeah. So you're, you're looking at her in this beautiful gown and she's just being beautiful. Just, yeah. Being, just being Pam like, Greer. Just being Pam Greer goddess. And you're mm. like, she's out of place. What what's going on? And then when you recognize her, you're like, holy crap. I know. It's like, oh my God. Person. And yeah. she's like that. Oh yeah, folks. Yeah. Just just for her scenes alone, she doesn't have m- many lines. I don't no. think she speaks five words in the movie. Not very many. <laughs> but Not her whole mo- presence is it, it you, you talk we talked about um 
having a presence when you walk on on stage or you have a presence when you mm-hmm. finally make the entrance in the room that's pam greer for me in this it movie. is she's, it is she's just you walk in you're like oh okay you're powerful you're you just showed up and we know that you're super powerful now and it works it works really well it does it does it does it was uh neat to see her one of the things we talked about the vibes from this movie um yeah. you you say twilight zone absolutely because this real quick the synopsis is there is a circus that rolls in in the fall which everybody's like this is a weird time because this movie is supposed to be in Illinois. Uh, as a native of Illinois, I can tell you that sure as hell was not Illinois. It could have been one small corner near the Wisconsin Dells, possibly, but it was filmed. At, the outside scenes were in Vermont. The rest was in on the studio lot in Burbank. So I was going to say that I didn't realize it was supposed to be in Illinois. I thought it was supposed yeah. to be like, like Pennsylvania or something. Because it looked like, like the Northeast. In Illinois. <laughs> Only at the very top. And yeah, not like. Yeah, yeah, where it rolls into Wisconsin, but um, <laughs> the rest of Illinois is mostly flat. Uh, yeah. I was like, where? What? <laughs> but so it's about this circus that comes in and um, the circus, I. It doesn't offer all the time. No, it just happens. Time. It showed up. Uh, there's a, a history about this circus coming yeah. in, but let's just say the circus is. um be careful what you ask for. Um, it was in the business of giving people what they want, but taking their pain and suffering with the decision in. They were like yeah. energy vampires, basically. Yeah. To just give an, an example, they make this woman who's really old and everybody makes fun of her uh, about her looks. She used to be the most beautiful woman and all she yeah. wants is her beauty back. And well, guess what? She gets it and then is immediately struck and blind. Yeah. So. And that's how this whole story operates. Uh, yeah. The vibes I got was Stephen King's Needful Things, where the antique store right. sells everything people need and it comes with a price. It's almost right. the exact same story. Right. Um, and I thought, wow, I've seen, I've read this before, but this is before Stephen King. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. This uh, sometime in the '60s, I think. So. Yeah, because uh, he Bradbury was around forever. Bradbury was writing shit back in the '40s. Yeah, and I'm not sure when when the story was written, but um, the actor who plays Mr. Dark, who's the guy in charge of the carnival, isn't he wonderful? Oh, Jonathan Price. When I looked him up and saw, saw, I was like, oh my god, I've seen Jonathan Price in so many things. Oh yeah, this and he plays evil and bad so well. He's got that energy. It's just he was a great character. I've seen him turn around and play the same type of character funny and it's hysterical. <laughs> and then he oh, can just like a juxtaposition and he, you got Mr. Dark, you know, which is just like, Holy crap. I've seen him play this guy before, but not, not like this. And yeah. then you see him in something else where he's just like scatterbrained and you're like, Jesus, you're a good actor. He is. <laughs> Another British actor. <laughs> he absolutely is. Uh, uh, and Jason Robards was the dad. Oh Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go through the top names sure. here. And of course, Diane Ladd. Yes. Diane Ladd is uh, what the kids, the one kid's mom. Royal Dono was the lightning rod salesman. So, okay. So before you oh, go through that, let's just stop there a second. 
right. Uh, the movie starts off with this, a lightning rod salesman. Now, yeah. just just think back. This is like in the 20s or 30s. I'm not sure yeah. exactly what year this is, but it's it's early uh, 1900s. Yeah. And that was that was profession. People went door to door with vacuums and shoe polish and all kitchen gadgets. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff and gadgets. But to me, a lightning rod salesman that was so bizarre and so beyond weird. And he's the key to the whole damn movie. He is the key to the whole he damn He has a small part, but it's like you have to pay attention in the early part where he shows up and talks to the kids and uh, the one boy is Videl Peterson and he plays Will Holloway. And then Sean Carson plays Jim Nightshade. What a great name. I know. Well, dark said it would be great. Right. Dark and nightshades pandemonium or whatever. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That came out of nowhere. Um, did you notice the woman who played uh, Miss Foley? Mary Grace Canfield, did you notice her? Did you recognize her? What, the teacher? The old yeah, lady? The did you recognize I, who she is? I can't tell you where she was from, but uh, Janine and I were both looking. It's like, man, we've seen her in a lot of stuff. Green Acres. She was one of the brothers that, that they, they kept calling him the brothers. And she's like, I'm not a brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Right. Yeah, Green Acres. Haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess we can stop there because all the other guys. Oh, well, Jack Dodson was Dr. Douglas. Doc sitting in the bar with him. Did you recognize yeah. who he was? No. He he used to be on uh, uh, Andy Griffith. He was one oh, of the okay. guys in Andy Griffith series. Yeah. So all these people that I'm just naming, folks, you don't have any idea who they no, probably No, no, not at all. But so... This tells the tale of two boys who are best friends. I wish I had a setup like that with my best friends at that age to where we could yeah, come right. out one person's bedroom window and walk across. They had a rope bridge. That was yeah. so freaking awesome. It would be like their own um, tree pirates. <laughs> tree pirates. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Moving on from that bad inside joke. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Before I go off on a tangent. You better change. You never go off on a tangent. But <laughs> no. so if they get involved with with this circus because who? What uh -huh. kid doesn't want to go to the circus? And the for for me growing up, it was the fair, and we would do just right. like those kids. We would sneak in while they were setting up. We would be yeah. in. We had yeah. our back way in through the through the fair to the fairgrounds, and right. seeing that just took me right back to those days, man. Real yeah. quick, like, and they get involved, and of course. You'll just have to watch and see. It's a neat Twilight Zone-esque movie. It's a coming-of-age story. This is how I take this whole story. It's a father and son story, a son and his best friend story, and they're all coming to coming of age together. The father has a huge thing to learn. The father's got a whole a whole lesson that he has to learn for himself that he hasn't learned. And he's an older guy. He's an older man and he has a son that he probably mm -hmm. should have had 20, 30 years earlier. You know what I mean? Um, so Jason Robards plays the father. and he's, he's an older guy at this point. And I think he's playing the part a lot older. That's how I felt like he's playing well, a lot older than Jason Robards really was. Because as old as I am now, 
I'm thinking Jason Robards was probably younger than me at the time when he did this. So I know, but he looked so old and he acted so old. However, now here's where I get on that. I mean, he acted like he was 80 years old. Yeah. Um, But he he clearly wasn't. He had a heart condition. But this is what's neat because he gets tempted with something in this movie, the ability to reel the years back. Yeah, but he has to make a sacrifice, and this is where it is a. These are good moments in this movie. Yeah. Um, and whereas he, he played it old on purpose, so it gives it more weight, is what I feel. Exactly that, and I think that's exactly right. And I think the script. This is where a good script and a good actor come together, and the moments, even with the boys and these kids, probably weren't great, the greatest actors in the world. So you have oh, they did great, man. But they did really good because they had a great script mm-hmm. and they played a good friendship between the two of them. And like I said, the, the coming of age of all three of these boys, the one boy's father has gone. Uh, the other boy, is Jason Robards, is his dad. And they're all they all live next door to each other. And and it's just. If you're a father and you and you have a kid watch this movie. It, because it's it shows how the sometimes people are disconnected and it shows that this father was disconnected he was trying to connect but he he just couldn't he didn't know how well the there is know how. there's a moment there's a moment there that thanks for bringing that part up because i completely forgot about the undercurrent of this movie um and that it, there's a really touching moment where he's trying to talk to uh, i forget his son's name will was it will holloway yeah yeah, trying to talk to Will about an incident that happened, and Will almost drowned. Um, yeah. But you hear that he was doing his grandfather. He was kind of forced by his his father right. to to do this, and this was really horrific. But who saves Will? None other than uh, Nightshade's yeah. dad, his best so, friend across the street. Best friend. The so there's tree. a whole. There's a whole thing there, and it's 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 tragedy upon tragedy, and yeah. then there's there's I'd like to say this has a happy ending, and it really does. It really oh, yeah, does. It does but a, there's, I think it has a great ending. It has it has a happy ending, but there's a lot. This is not a happy movie. Let me put it that way. This is this is dark, dude. <laughs> it is dark, and that's why I that's, like it so much. But, yeah, and I think Disney really missed out on on stuff like this. This this is goosebumps. Only creepier. Yeah. You know what Dark I mean? Dark Disney, I'm, I, I can stuff. do all day. We talk about Black Hole, um, this, right. this, you know, and the fact is that they had to do reshoots because they thought things were too scary. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I still find this movie disturbing. Um, so it, I'm, I, I, I want to see what fun, it was. For me, it's a fun disturbing because, like I said, yeah. it's more like a Twilight Zone, you know? Yeah. You know, th- this particular ending is going to have an ironic ending, but it ends really well. Uh, and you were talking about Stephen King. It gave you a Stephen King vibe. Mm-hmm. In one of the notes here, it says Stephen King wrote a rejected adaptation of this script. So somewhere oh along my the God. line, somebody may have seen something that was in there and was like, oh, OK, well, I can use that. No, you know what it is, because if he did write an adaptation of this. That tells me he wrote uh, "Needful Things" off the off of this, Probably. Probably. because he already had the story laid out. Yeah, and it is it is a very similar setup, and 
Oh my God, I think it even deals with kids. I'm not sure. Or I don't I remember. It I think Needful I, Things I, kids in it. I read I read it a long time ago when it came out. Um and typical Stephen King, it's incredibly violent and gory yeah. um yeah. and insane. Uh God bless him. But <laughs> so uh yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to talk about this movie without giving everything away. Yeah. But I think you guys got the gist. It's yeah, it's a coming of age story, it's a kid's story, but it's also about the father. And it's about some of the townspeople and what they what they think they really want, they get, and it doesn't turn out well for anyone. This would make a great series. I could see, you know what? Not just now. a single run. You have to make sure that you get good writers in on this. If, oh, you, yeah, if they were going to do that, you couldn't use the writers that they're using in Marvel or, or Star oh, no. Wars no, no, or, no, 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 or no, no, Disney now. Not no. now. You'd have to get good writers that actually yeah. like like the movie and like the story. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a rarity, being, it seems. <laughs> I can see this being a six or eight eight part series. Yeah, a short mini series. Yeah, yeah, good work. Absolutely, because then you get a little more fleshed out. Then you get feeling yeah. a little more sympathy for the characters, and that you get with that long form, you get to uh, yeah. build that up. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend. I'm sorry. The movie. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, you read the book, you watch the movie, you put the two story, you know, so everybody. It's nice and fleshed out, and, and yeah, uh, it's because absolutely. But I I enjoy this. I enjoy it because it is. It took me right back to that age, um, yeah. or close to it, and I, I like yeah. movies that do that to me. Um, yeah, it's entertaining. Here's what I like about it being a Disney movie, and I can say this because this is Disney in the '80s, um, a little different than they are now. I know with a Disney movie, and this is coming from somebody who loves extreme graphic horror movies that are just absolutely disgusting. Right. right. I, I'm down for any of that because I just marvel at the special effects. Yeah. But when I watch a Disney movie, I know I'm going, I might get a little weirded out, but in mm -hmm. the end, it's a Disney movie. Is this, we used to, I remember on right. Sunday night, I think it was at like six o'clock or seven, you'd yeah. see the Disney logo come up and everybody yeah. sat down for the yeah. Disney movie, man. We yeah. watched Disney every week and it was every really Sunday. cool. Yes. And you Sunday, got, right? yeah. got every those Sunday. good movies, Escape from Witch Mountain and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I miss, I miss those times, I guess. Uh, so it's, it's neat to watch. Do what? The Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. Oh, I have not heard of that. I think we have another movie to do this year. We do. We do. We're going <laughs> to dig into some classic Disney in this next yeah. year, obviously. Yeah, so, uh, but We yeah. absolutely should do some classic Disney. Classic Disney, I will do. Uh, yeah, and animation. And you're right. The, the whole point of a Disney movie back then was you knew what you were getting. You knew you could, you could back then put your child in front of it. Yep. And not have to worry about all the crap you have to worry about now. And uh let's see if they've learned their lesson. They don't seem to have. But nope. I don't think they ever will. I honestly don't think they ever will unless Pelts takes over. But that's yeah. a whole nother conversation. <laughs> if that guy takes over, then you might get Disney back the way it used to be, or very, very close to it. I'd like to hope. I'd like to but, hope. Uh, this movie, if you like Twilight Zone, the old Twilight Zone with Rod Serling. Uh, I think you are really going to like this yeah. this movie. It it's if you like little kid adventure type stories, this is a little kid adventure story. This is this is 
uh, Encyclopedia Brown, um, the, 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 the two brothers that used to do detective work. What the hell were their names again? Artie Boys. Artie Boys Mysteries. It, it's uh, all that. The, the only thing that they were missing. It's the Goonies. Was their, was their, Hermo- <laughs> their Hermione. <laughs> they were missing yeah. their Hermione. Um, and that, honestly, yeah. I think if I were going to do this as, as a miniseries, I might drop a little girl in there because I think it would just be fun to see these two little boys, each crushing on a little girl, trying to out impress her and her not giving a shit. She's just one of the boys yeah. as far as she's Hermione. concerned. I didn't, I did yeah. not realize that that was the new archetype was the Hermione. I'll, yeah. I'll remember but that yeah, the next one, time the I write something. that's a little bit smarter than everybody yeah, in the room. That's all, and awesome. I'm telling you how smart yeah. she is. Yeah. That's when you say that. Started. When when you when you say that name, it's like I instantly know that yeah. personality, everything about it. So yeah. Emma Watson just did such a wonderful job Wait, bringing that so character well. to life. She um, did such a good job, on and that. of course J.K. Rowling writing that character. So well, yeah, yeah, very cool. Dude, I'm on the fifth book right now, and I'm blown away on how good these books are. Yeah, I am still blown away. Like I have to return to them. She has earned every damn dime she's ever made. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Say that right now. So I highly recommend Something Wicked This Way Comes. Uh, check it out. It is good it's a Disney movie. It will remind you of, if you grew up when Dave and I did, it will take you back real quick. Yep. Just to let everybody know, if you're sitting there going, wow, that sounds familiar. Well, I've heard that before. Macbeth. Bill Shakespeare, ladies and gentlemen. Bill the man knew how to write. The man knew how yeah. to write. A well, quote. you have not heard it till you've heard it in the original Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if so, that's right. I think so it was just I take it, my throat. <laughs> I take it you recommend this movie as well. <laughs> oh yes, I'm so happy that when I talked to you about it and you said, "Well, I got to, I got to see this." Yeah, it's been so long. Got to do that it. was Gotta my second it. watching. That was my second watching. I saw it in 1983 in a small town yeah. in Illinois that looked nothing like the Illinois in the movie. So <laughs> I honestly thought it was in Pennsylvania, so it didn't bother me. Had had I heard, had I actually heard it, I it happens like, within the first few seconds of the movie. Within the first few seconds, the narrator says the town in Illinois. Right. Yeah, right. that's it. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. So yeah. That works. Very cool. So, folks, folks, good movie. Yeah, check it out. And if you like our show, hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe. And uh, we will catch you next week as we start to roll into the Christmas season. It's going to get a little weird as we bounce around still with some uh, more. Ah, You'll see what happens as we go from Halloween to Christmas in a very weird way. So, (laughs) yes, we will catch you next week, folks. Thanks again. Have a good one, folks.